you think you could have either of you done it if you were on your own? Without the other one, not a chance. We, we well, always stop. So we, we've had experience. Sure, you could have. It. No, 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 because when I did, it, I didn't, there wasn't that balance. We both bring things something to the business. We both bring something different to the business, which balances it. And although I think what you said is if it was just you, it would fail. And it probably would because you don't do the background. If it was just me, it would have failed within weeks. <laughs> It would have failed with I'd have had Are you a big picture person and the deep that's strange yeah. because big picture but normally and doesn't like the the micro small picture but then you said you're a perfectionist. How did uh, so have you got a, a bi are you bipolar or something? <laughs> well I don't it's, 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 it's been it's been said it's it's not, been said a million times. Or, yeah, yeah, a little bit of ADHD. The, 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 More than a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, that's, that's interesting because I've had lot, I've had quite a few people on that sofa. I'm not, I've, no, no, hundred percent. So, so my view, let, let me take a couple of seconds on this. So I didn't even know that ADHD was a thing other than for naughty kids. Um, first of all, I've had no diagnosis whatsoever or anything like that. I had an experience a year ago, I've, I've, ter I've terrible understanding of time, but I'd had an experience within the last 12, 18 months and I'd secured, I can't even remember which deal it was, that I'd secured a huge deal, like the biggest deal we'd ever done. And I was absolutely buzzing. I came into the office, told Julius, absolutely bouncing off the walls. Um, couldn't believe how excited it was going to be for our business and stuff like that. And by the time Julie had come home and all of that adrenaline had drained out my body, I was asleep and I just wanted to be asleep. I just did not want to be awake. I'd completely crashed. Um, not in a not in a bad way, not in a dangerous way. I just literally want. I didn't want to be awake anymore. So I'd gone to sleep about four o'clock, five o'clock, something like that. Woke up the next day. I was supposed to be at a, a networking event the next morning. Ironically, about mental health, um, and it was on at ten o'clock, and it was like half past nine. I was just like, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. And then for some reason, I just went. I need to go. So I'd gone. Pair of tracksuit bottoms, scruffy t-shirt, scruffy trainers and stuff like that. And they were talking about ADHD. And this woman was on stage talking about it. And I was just like, oh my goodness, has she been like following me my entire life? And it was just like that. I can still remember every single detail of that day, what people were wearing. It was just like a light bulb just went on in my head. And then I think that awareness has, you know, I went through the normal, ah, no, that's not really me. I need to know everything about it. Now I don't want to know anything about it. And the whole range that of things itself, that you that go whole through. process yeah. was yeah. just... Hyper-focus, no focus whatsoever. Hyper-focus, no focus whatsoever. But it's given me a bit of an awareness. You know, the kind of condition it is, it still affects you, but kind of, I guess I'm able to sometimes jump out of my head and... Have a helicopter Yeah, sit down watching me and kind of saying, yes, I know I'm going through this. And, and you can't stop yourself going through those emotions. But at the same time, I'm sitting out there going, it's not raining, it's not going to yeah. last. 
But it's self-awareness is such a, a superpower. It is, and I've really struggled for self-awareness for so long, um, and I've been really harsh on myself. But in this last 12, 18 months, once I accepted it, yeah. um, it is a superpower. And for me, for me, the biggest stigma in mental health is mental, the mental bit. You know, it's not mental health, it's just health. You know, if I'd had, it's a real frustration of me, if I'd been in a car accident and I'd hit my head and there was, you know, brain damage off, and I couldn't concentrate, and I couldn't focus because of a car accident, everybody would bend over backwards to help you and stuff because it's something tangible, it's something you can see, something you can understand. When it's just, well, that's the way that my brain works, that's the way that the synapses connect together, people are just like, well, I don't understand that, so it can't be the same. You know, it, it, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. It's not physical health and mental health, it's just health. I think when you have that self-awareness, you can manage yourself and your life and different things. So there's a lot of things that we've put in place at work, yeah. just, just from a working point of view, and say, okay, well, this is how I work, so I have to block my diary. Don't be putting viewings or like little itty-bitty meetings because I'll get nothing done then. I either do appraisals in the morning or afternoon. Um, and, and just understanding ADHD and how it affects you and how you I think work you, yeah, I think has helped us a lot yeah. within the business. I think one, one, once you understand it, it's no different than it. It's not a weakness. It, in some things, it's a strength, and in other things, it's a weakness. If Julie wasn't there, it would be a massive weakness because all of those details, things, and paying people and stuff like that kind of important things wouldn't happen. But I think once you were aware of it, um, it's just like any shuffle. Some people are good at speaking to people, others aren't. And you build your team and you build your business around that. So if you're detail and your follow-up and stuff like that, my follow-up is terrible. The amount of business that I've probably lost by winning the instruction in the actual instruction and then not following it up. You know, I, I could have probably retired two years ago, but then you build a team around that and say, well, if that's not my strength, let's build a team that builds on that. Do the team recognise these strengths? Yes, the team know. The team, the team know, and they know how Chris works and they know how I work. And I think sometimes, I think you can spend too much time developing, trying to make people's weaknesses better, or, or say, oh, trying to create sort of a level playing field where really we've kind of changed our perspective and said, right, this is something that you're really good at. Yeah. Let's so, push that. We'll get somebody else to deal with the weaknesses that will be somebody else's strengths. So we've got a member of staff who's very, very good at the follow-up. So when Chris does an appraisal, she does all the follow-up now. So literally, so, if I do the appraisal, I'll go back, I'll write up the appraisal, I'll either send it on to her so that she can forward on and introduce herself, or I will send it on to the client and say, here's the appraisal. I've copied in Sarah so you know, she can follow up and answer any questions. You, you know, so it's kind of closing off those gaps. I think it's important to do that, but at the same time, I think it's important not to draw too much attention to it and make it this big thing because then it maintains that stigma you know it's just this is just my way of working this is my strength and this is my weakness it doesn't really matter what causes that strength and weakness but when i was at barclays we instituted a, um, a program um, which was based on people's strengths um, it was a program called strength finder and it's absolutely brilliant absolutely brilliant mm -hmm. um, and it talks about strengths not necessarily being the things that you're good at but the things that motivate you and excite you 
you know so when i did that it was like reading reading a story of my own life life creativity futuristic ideation all of these big you know looking for patterns and correlations in things so you talk about detail and big picture you know i love my stats i love my detail but i don't love them for the sake of loving them i love them for the story that it helps me to tell and you think that diet this awareness has made you a better person oh 100 100 i'll stand in front of a bunch of investors and i'll say did you know that you could buy a house in sunderland for the same price in 2008 anytime until 2021 and straight away you know that you've got them because they've probably never heard that again you know if i say that as of last month the average house price in sunderland was 128,743 pounds you know they know that i'm not filling them with rubbish because i would have rounded it up and it's and it's done well for you but also good for your business as well 100 percent, 100 percent. i think self-awareness understanding yourself and building on your strengths don't beat yourself up for your weaknesses because you can the, your weakness is somebody else's strength so build your team uh, around that and don't beat yourself you used to beat yourself up a lot oh, I, every time i lost an instruction i used if I lost the instruction because of me, I wouldn't be bothered if I lost it because I lost it for whatever reason. But if I had it in my hand and I lost it because You've I didn't send them the contract or something, I would absolutely beat myself up. I'd be like, there's another couple of grand gone straight out the door. Thank you for your insight. But I don't do it anymore.